the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Joseph Patrick Luciano, a former producer of a political talk show, a former restaurateur, a father of two, a proud San Diegan, and a former candidate for the governor of California. Join us for this hour as we find out more about the man looking to make a difference in the Golden State. Join us for The Joseph Luciano Show. And now, here's your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to KCBQ FM 96 AM 1170, The Answer. We got Joseph Luciano in the house. Man, has it been crazy since the last time we talked. It's been a while, yep, much has happened. I mean, it. You know, we just. It's just. I just don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna get any crazier. Uh, I think I think Virginia is gonna be a big uh, a big decision. You know. Uh, yeah. I, I. I. Which. Where are you ready to plug this? I mean, I have to tell you, I'm still not a hundred percent confident that. Uh, you know. That you know the voting system is going to be legit. Uh, somebody mentioned to me today, somebody mentioned to me today that, uh, because there's so much scrutiny, you know, on this, that it probably will be. What do you think? Uh, I mean, in all honesty, I, I, I mean, I've, I've spoken out about it for quite a while. I, I think the voting system has been controlled for a long time. Yeah. I think both parties are in on it. You know, it's, it's not a matter of. Well, maybe if we just have a bunch of Republicans looking at the process, it'll all cure itself. You know, unfortunately, I I think the fact that the mass majority of the public thinks that we can uh, trust people who have already proven themselves to be untrustworthy, yeah, corrupt, and uh, willing to speak lies. You know, that's that's the main problem here. So, and then the other thing that okay, and I am so confused in this that I can't even get over it and i have to we're talking about virginia only because it's it's going to be a bellwether event i just can't believe that it's tied as tight as it is so you mean to tell me the other side really doesn't care about critical race doesn't care about their kids i, I just don't understand how it could be like 48 48 does that make sense to you well it doesn't make sense to me but i mean i it's a it's a layered deception that they have going on. It's not just the voting when it comes down to it. So it, it's probably closer than either one of us would really believe uh-huh. if the voting were completely legitimate. Right. Purely because of the, the, the layered deception that they have going on. Do you think the left is really, I mean, they're really, I mean, like the 450,000, you know, for immigrants. Yeah. You know, they, do you really think that they, the left really believes wholeheartedly in that? Well, it depends on which left you're talking about. Are you talking about the left voters? Are you talking about the the left that are holding a, a title for our government? Uh, yeah. You know, it's at this point. I as I've I've 
think that we need to speak plainly about it. We have traitors in our government. You know, I totally agree. They're they're traitors. They have uh, been bought out by a foreign power, whether that be the UN or the CCP or or some global military power. At this point, it's it's you know kind of up for speculation. But our our officials are certainly not working in our best interest. No, I I totally one hundred percent agree. And the ones that say they are, I'm even skeptical there. Yeah, completely. Really? Because, you know, it's all about votes. It's all about being in office. It's all about, you know, it's just just absolutely mind-boggling. And to see the dilemma, you know, did you think we'd be in this bad a shape within 10 months of of his presidency? I mean, really? No, I can't even say that I really believed it was going to be this bad because I, I thought that there was going to be more opposition to it. You know, I, like I've said from the beginning, I, I always expect there to be a team out there who's working against us. Uh, it should be no secret that Americans have plenty of hate pointed at them from around the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's surprising to me is that there seems to be no opposition at this point. I think America's experiencing a mass identity crisis and it's causing Americans on an individual basis to be so uncertain uh about where their neighbor stands that you know it's 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 spreading out from community and growing outwards to you know what we don't know where our, the the states you know the state right next to us we don't know you know how they where they stand you mm-hmm. know much less the the people right next to us on the street so yeah, I just I think we're experiencing a mass identity crisis that has been implanted in Americans, uh, and at, at this point we we don't even feel like we have the uh, moral right to to stand up for ourselves. I think that's a major problem. I I totally totally agree. Uh, the only guess the bright light in the dark room are the parents yeah. with this school issue. I mean, I know you and your wife. If if that happened to any, your two kids. You guys would be livid, and I think, and, and it's very, very disappointing that the FBI and the and and uh, you know the Attorney General would attack you know the families off of a letter written by the school board director. I mean, really, yeah. no research. Yeah, I mean, no re. I mean, you're taking it from a letter from a a left wing organization that really doesn't care about kids. And having critical race and the garbage that they're teaching within it, say what you want about it. But if you really look at the curriculum and the books they're putting in, it's just amazing. I mean, it just makes no. I mean, I can't imagine them if they were if they would be doing that to their kids. Things have been tried like this before in history. That's what's strange about it, and they don't come from civilizations that we, you know, revere that we hold in high esteem. They come from civilizations like Stalin's yeah. uh, Soviet, you know, Russia. We it come from civilizations like Hitler's, uh, you know, Nazi Germany. It's it, uh, Mao's China. It's not, it's not something that we think of as progress. Typically, at least, you know, I was born in 1985. When I was raised, we didn't think of, the, you know, uh, ideas that made you think your skin color was a really significant thing as progressive. We don't, that's not progressive ideology. Mm-mm. Now, granted, there were issues in certain parts of the country, even back in 85, 
where where the the black community and the Hispanic community. You know, it's funny. Everybody puts the onus on on the black community being being attacked and and you know you know having the the the, the radical uh, attacks on them. But there was a guy in town. His name was Joaquin Arnett, and he was called the Bean Bandit. And he was a Hispanic, and his whole family was into motorsports. And he would go to Bonneville for the land speed record. So I had him in one time, and we were talking motorsports. And he said that back in the 80s, when he would go to Bonneville and, and he'd stay in a hotel, they wouldn't let him stay in a hotel because he was Hispanic. Wow. But yet we all think that if you were, if you were black, you couldn't stay in that hotel. Mm-hmm. But he said, oh, no. He said it was just as bad on us as it was the blacks. And that was where the white was, you know, supremacy attitude was was indoctrinated. But when he told me that story, it has stuck ever since. He said, yeah, we had to just sleep in our cars. Interesting. And if we ate, you know, our, our, the folks that were on our team that were white would have to go in, get food, and bring it out. We would have to eat in our car. Yeah, and I and that was in Utah, of all places. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's why... I think of it as a progressive idea, progression, you know, meaning actual progress. Mm-hmm. I think of it as a progressive idea to try to do away with thinking that skin color is a reason to keep people separated. You know, I, I think that our values are what we should unite upon. And unfortunately, there's, you know, different values within every skin color group of skin colors. So I, I, I don't think of that as a progressive way of of uh categorizing people personally but here we have that being taught regularly in our schools now in a supposedly progressive society right and and that's one of the reasons why they say they're trying to expand the voting rights because they basically come right out and say blacks and hispanics just aren't intelligent enough to go out and and get driver's licenses or ids (laughs) well straight from the from you know the joe biden administration which says you know if you're if you don't vote for him, you you ain't black. Yeah, which, I mean, isn't that just offensive in itself? I would think that that would have just turned off so every many black, every Hispanic, yeah. every I mean, every white person who considers themselves to be not racist. Yes. I mean, honestly, you know, like I would have thought that that would have turned off so many people from voting for Joe Biden, and I think it did. I think it did too, and that I I totally totally agree with you. So let's let's take a break, and I'm just kind of curious where you think california is because you know i haven't heard nothing yeah since the recall ended well it's by design and let's talk about that when we come back folks you're listening to the joseph luciano show on fm 961 am 1170 the answer Right, folks welcome back you're listening to the joseph luciano show on kcbq fm 96 am 1170 the answer uh, you know we're by the way he's on what are you on facebook yeah i'm on all the social media I mean, we're on live, live right now live instagram right now yeah head so on a over. lot of people are asking questions and one of them that kind of stuck out to me is you know what are we going to do to fix this problem you probably know better than I do. I I really, and that's an uh, that's a phenomenal question. I don't know what we're going to do because it seems like we're up against a, a pretty steep, you know, problem. 
I like to think that good overcomes evil, but I think my opinion, I'll ask you about yours, my opinion is we need to get involved, not just sit back and say, to hell with it. you got to get involved. Absolutely. Yeah. As, as much as possible, we, we have to get involved. We have to reach out to our neighbors. We have to communicate. We have to touch base with real people as much as possible. Uh, social media is a tool for that. But we have to be careful there too, because you know it is a very censored platform as well, and we we never know exactly who we're communicating with sometimes. Um, and really, though, that's that's true for real life now, and that's the thing about my generation. We're starting to open our eyes to the fact that it's been this way for a long time. Uh, you know, like the hippie movement, it had CIA and FBI infiltration into it, and you know. Uh, it's that's what led it into a, a dark place. Essentially, it seemed to be a America first movement in a lot of ways when it first started. Sure, you know, um, because it's it was what based on local production, uh-huh. right? So there's a lot of similarities there, and that's what blows my mind about where 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 are the liberals anymore? I mean, hello, pro choice. You call yourself pro choice? Um, is mandating a vaccine pro choice in what universe? In what universe should there be no exemption for personal belief over a vaccine if you call yourself pro-choice and progressive? But as far as what we can do, that's something I've been comp- contemplating for a very, very long time. And, and ultimately, this is, this is what's difficult, is who, who can we trust? If we go out to protest, who do we know who these speakers are necessarily? Um, who do we know who we're interacting with half of the time? Uh, you look at a situation like January 6th, and, and that can prove you know, my, my point of skepticism here, my skeptical perspective uh, to the max, because uh, sure, there were some people there who were doing, uh, uh, you know, who were assaulting and doing things that they certainly shouldn't have been doing, but most of those people were there peacefully. Most of them were let in by police officers. It's on, you know, camera. Uh, it it was a setup, you know, for a peaceful protest to be turned into uh, an insurrection. Which it was not an insurrection. Absolutely not. I mean, if you looked at any of the films, which, you know, they won't show you half of them. You know, they've got thousands of feet of of film they won't show you. But, you know, from some of the stuff that I've seen, heck, it just looks like you're taking a tour of the of the Capitol. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's people some were taking pictures. old lady in there just waving a flag and just seeming oblivious to yeah, anything. And totally then, oblivious. And then, you know, and then of course the, 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 the just the horrific killing of, uh, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but the, the girl. She's from, a San Diego. Yeah. She's from San Diego. Former military. Okay. So she, uh, Air Force broke in the window, but this, for this police officer to just shoot her, and not have any repercussion, not be discussed, not brought up, not even investigated has got to tell you something. Absolutely. And that's, that leads into what do we do? Because a lot of, a lot of people say, well, we need to protest. Um, it's strange, right? How does, how does a Black Lives Matter protest that turns into burning <sighs> down an entire city? Yeah. I mean, sure, that kind of gives a solution for those people is that – Maybe that's what we should all be doing, right? Yeah, right, but right. Let's just look burn at, the, burn look the at January down. 6th then when people show up peacefully and it turns into, to this day, people are held in prison with no trial. Yeah. 
How could you get away with that in the United States? How? I know. It makes no sense. And then for the left to say it was the darkest day. What are you talking about? It was the darkest day. The only reason it was dark is because you were involved in it. It was the, the day we pulled out of Afghanistan was darker. Ugh. I mean, there's been a thousand more darker days. And that day goes by. We lose people every day. Every day. But the left says, Nobody well, talks about it. That, it was three or four days after it was done. It was, too, it was too long ago for Joe Biden to want to discuss. Right, because if we don't talk about it, we'll forget about it. Exactly. You know, I'm sure most people have. I'm sure this is reminding most people that it even happened. Yeah, and the left media, which I truly 100% blame, you know, they're... And that's, see, that's the problem. If we could have an honest media, we would have an honest... Uh, politicians because if the media is going to call you out then you're not probably not going to do what they call you out for and then they blatantly will tell you well what we're doing is probably illegal but we're going to do it anyway yeah i mean it's just crazy so let's talk about california yep okay we had our 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 you know uh, amazing recall more people signed the recall paperwork than you than they even imagine yep but yet it it went their way all of a sudden now it's dead quiet. Yeah. What's the next move or what's Well, it's pretty similar to, you know, Joe Biden winning, right? Had a lot of uh hype going into that that seemed they said Joe Biden was the most popular president of all time. He had more votes for him than any president in history. Right. But where's the support for him now? Where do you hear do you, the support for Joe Biden? Yeah. Look at his look at his ratings. Even the media, you know, they're not in support of Joe Biden. Yeah. But, well, because it's affecting them right. as much as it's affecting us. I mean, it's not a left or right. It's the whole country. And he's over in Europe right now, yeah. and he is not getting the support. And he thinks, well, if we would have passed those two massive bills, he would have gotten the support. I don't think so. Because no. he already made his bed in the first 60 days of being a president. Yeah, he's been a laughing stock on the totally. other side of the pond. For, for some time well look at the craziness that they're doing yeah and now they're saying within six months you know uh, isis and the taliban they can attack the united states yeah to where you know what was it a year and a half ago they weren't even in existence exactly so and, and i'm not saying that you know we should have trump we should have trump all i'm saying is trump and his team put forth policies and procedures that did a lot for this country. And I'm going yeah, to put it that way. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm a supporter of all the crazy tweets that Trump got himself in trouble with. I, I think it was terrible that the FBI, the CIA, and the NSI all colluded into trying to take the man down. That's yep. where that illegal media and illegal politicians come into play because if the media wasn't illegal, those guys wouldn't be doing the stuff they're doing because – if they called these people on the carpet, we wouldn't have had four years of you know trying to destroy a man and his administration. But even beyond that, look what he was able to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's very true, and it, it's the MAGA movement, the Make America Great movement, the America First movement. It's it's bigger than one person, and that's you know that patriotism. That's that's what needs to be roused by whoever's going into political office in my opinion uh you know you need to be focused on our people 
and again that's that's where the identity crisis comes in it's we we need to be able to be proud of ourselves sure there's not a perfect record for america no person is perfect no nation is perfect that doesn't mean that we shouldn't find what makes what us good what makes us proud to be who we are and build upon that you know that's any in my opinion that's what people need to be doing who are going into politics that's what donald trump did as far as his, his rhetoric to the public well i think make america great should not be one president's uh idea right i think it should be america's idea well what's strange is it wasn't uh even bill clinton said it on a regular basis on his campaign yeah. trail and yet he turned around and he said i mean that's what's crazy you know like bill clinton while donald trump was president he stood up on stage and he said if you're a white southerner you know what it means to make America great again. And it's like, well, what do you mean, Bill? You said that when you were on your campaign Hello. trail, and you're a white Southerner. Yeah. I know. I, I totally get it. But, see, and that's one of the pro. And the public should not accept anything other than make America great or put America first. Yeah. We should not have any. Everybody knew when the jobs went to China, we were in trouble. Yep. And sure enough, look where we're at today. Yeah. Uh, would you have to pay more for that? Yeah, but I blame that on the politicians too. And I will say this again and again and again. You should not come out of high school and get your first job at McDonald's or Jack in a Box or wherever at $15 an hour. That is insane. Just like you talk to anybody that's ever started a job at minimum wage, which was a decent minimum wage, what was the first thing you thought of three days in? I got to get out of here yeah. and make more money. And if that means I got to go to night school or if that means I got to go to college or if that means I need to take up a, pick up a trade, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You're not supposed to be comfortable at a minimum wage job. And the other thing, and again, I'm probably going to get thrown under the bus for this, but you know, childcare. How did we do it back in the day? Well, family mostly. But exactly. You had that family circle. You either had other family members take care of your kids or, you know, once you, you got your kids into school, you always worked it out. Right. Worked for me, worked for you. Now, all of a sudden, because of the pandemic, we have to give $300 a child for the rest of their lives, it sounds like. Yeah. That makes no sense. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, again, that's why the solution that they presented us is is worse than the virus itself. So the solution that they presented to COVID-19 is worse than the virus itself. The virus kills at a IFR, that's an infected fatality rate of 1.4%. That means for every 100 people actually infected with it, maybe one will die. It, that's the reality here, but we've shut down our entire society yeah. over that. Yeah. And it was, in my world, or my mind, it was a test. Oh, yeah. They exactly. wanted to see what they could get. And, and, I, and I'm going to, this is going to sound crazy saying it, but when they were writing checks to all of us, what, $1,300, $1,200, I didn't need it. Oh, yeah. No. You didn't need it. No. So what they should have done was find out the people that needed that money oh, and yeah. sent it to them. Oh, yeah. You just don't blanketly send out thousands i mean i i are everybody listening is going to say oh, are you kidding man i'll take a thousand dollars without having to do anything of well course. yeah but look where we're at because of what you 
your thought pattern is. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Joseph Luciano Show on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. to the Joseph Luciano show right here on FM 961 AM 1170 the answer all right here's the question governor race is coming up yeah what are you gonna do well I I wake up asking myself that question every day um you know I I'm looking for people to support in California to be honest with you uh who I think would make a good candidate whose team I could get on and help them win that race. Right. Because ultimately, I think it's it's about people who have the same vision right now. They need to unite, and they, they need to become a strong team, or we're all just going to keep getting you know, picked off one by one. Uh, I'm not having much success in that endeavor, unfortunately. Um, you know, most of the people that I come across that are, are getting into the race, they are uh, doing it for, for one agenda or another that doesn't align with mine. Let's put right. it that way. Yeah. So, which I guess you're basically saying that, you know, whether or not, you know, Larry Elder runs or not, I haven't heard anything from him. No, I don't think he's going to, to be honest. I think he got, you know, and I think they, what they did to him was intentional so that he wouldn't run. Yeah. So who, who out there, I mean, I haven't heard boo. Ha ha. Halloween. Get it. Boo. (laughs) I haven't heard anybody that's even, even considering running. Uh, well, you know, I think we might governor. see. I think we might see Grinnell step back into discussion. Um, I I think that he was kind of setting himself up to to do test that. the water, so yeah. to speak, just to see where it's at. Yeah, because I mean, because uh, Newsom can run again, right? He he probably will. Yeah, yeah, because you know his main goal is presidency. I mean, that's what he's looking for in twenty four. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to run in twenty four. You know, I don't. From what I can tell, it seems like he's going to be running for governor again. So, if he is going to run in twenty four, he he would be governor at the time. And that is a mind blowing experience, right there. After what he's done to the state and is still doing to this state. Yeah. Well, that's why again it's so quiet right now. That's why the media isn't talking about him right now, because it's the same reason they're not talking about Biden. You know, the the less that they highlight, you know, what right. he's actually doing the more that they can present an argument that, well, he did such a good job because he didn't hear about any negatives. Yeah, but he, but he hasn't done a good job. I mean, I yeah. don't know if you're aware, you know, we're having this problem out at the port of L.A. and Long yeah. Beach and, yeah. and Wainimi. Well, he, he put a law in that any truck, semi, 2011 and older, could not be registered in the state of California. Yeah. Well, do you know how many trucks that is? And those trucks, you know, those guys that drive, those guys and girls that drive those trucks, you know, they have to meet all the federal emission standards. So why are you just, you're just trying to sell more trucks? Well, that doesn't make any sense because these trucks are 80, 90, 100, $120,000 rigs. Yeah. And the everyday cross the road guy can't afford something like that. And until you've done that over the road job, it's not an easy job. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I just, I just thought it was odd that he is so quiet. No, uh, and there, I mean, there's so many things. Like, DeSantis is 
is saving Christmas, as we say. Yeah, right. He, you know, he's he's opening up the ports over there. We've had months of ships just stacking up out, outside of in our oceans over here, not being let into our ports. Uh, our our kids are now, uh, you know, we're within a days or a week here of uh, seeing a mandate for the COVID-19 vaccine for, for school children five and up. Well, here's my, my call on that, you know, because, I mean, I was in the military, and when the military got into a situation, let's say there was going to be, we're going to have to take this hill, okay, and we're going to send two companies, you know, say 2,000, you know, soldiers up there. Well, they always have a number that are not going to make it mm-hmm. that's, that's acceptable. Well, that's what they're doing with this vaccine. Yeah. They're saying, well, you know, we'll vaccine, you know, 10,000, and if 200 die, well, then those numbers are good, and that's why we should do it. So why didn't we do that with COVID-19? I don't know. Because 1.4%, an IFR of 1.4% for COVID-19 is probably better than what it's going to end up being for a mass vaccination that we have never tried on anything except for right now on humans. It just just absolutely boggles the mind. But again, and, and, but... I got a funny feeling, you know, with New York and all the firemen and the fi- and the paramedics and the doctors and the nurses that aren't taking the jab. I don't know. This is going to backfire, I think, on this administration big time. I certainly hope so. This is what everybody needs to do is not comply. They need to walk away. Yep. Um, don't get the jab. Don't work for anybody who would tell you that you have to in order to work for them. That's communist. That's Nazi. That's totalitarian. Totally. Nobody should have autonomy over your body like that, period. No. For any reason. Uh, but then again, too, but their message has not been good. Their their message has not been good. When you have doctors and nurses saying no. Yeah. See, that's that's the red flag in my world. Yeah. These are the people that do this on an everyday basis. You know, and, and my daughter is is a nurse and she's a COVID nurse. And she told me if I took the shot, she'd come down and kick my butt. Yeah. And so there's a reason. But the media is not going to put her on, right? Right. That's the problem here. Oh, no. It's no different than climate change. When they tell us 99% of scientists agree, it's no different. They're not going to present you with all of the contradicting information that is very valid and should be discussed. No, they'll take you off air. They'll take you off social media. The minute you say anything about climate change, anything about COVID, any of those, you're off. Gone. We're not going to let you talk. And then the minute you do talk against the administration, holy moly, all of a sudden now, I mean, everybody and their brother comes after you. I mean, I just had a conversation just the other day about it, and I just told the person, I go, so what TV station do you watch? And they said, CNN, why? I said, well, do you watch any of the other stations? No, because they're all liars. I go, really? That's that's your logic. I say, okay. So basically this argument is not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Because you don't have all the facts. You know, I because I'm going to be the first to tell you, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not. I, I'm a person that looks at all the facts and makes a decision. Right. Whoever comes out with the best for us, the best for me, the best for my family, that's who I'm interested in. Yeah. You know, my problem is, if I do find somebody like that, getting them to stick to their guns and do what they say and say what they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult. It's money. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's it, once you get into government, yeah, it's it's run by war. I mean, let's just speak honestly here. Let's start from that aspect. Yeah. You know, the world is controlled by the military industrial complex. People actually make money off of war. Sure, there's a global movement that wants to say they're going to make war illegal, but you better believe they're. All that means is that they're going to be in complete control of who sells what guns where, who is conflicting with who at what time, and making sure that they're profiting off of it. You think they're so, going to cure cancer? I mean, exactly, right? Do like they're handing that- out a shot right now for our health, right? But they won't let a child take an experimental uh, medication to possibly cure themselves of cancer. You can't tell me this is for our health. You can't yeah. tell me these Uh-oh. people care about you. Ultimately, it is about war. Ultimately, right. it is about control. So if I were to become governor, you better believe people are going to sit down with me right then and there and tell me what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not to do. And you better believe that they don't have your best interest in mind. Right. And you know that, and we know that, and that's why people like you, they fight the hardest against so that you won't make the change. See, the only reason Trump got in because they said, ah, this knucklehead's never going to make it. You know, he's just a loudmouth businessman that tweets a lot. There's no way that's going to happen. Well, he woke up, you know, us who've been looking for somebody that's, that would talk what we wanted to hear, caught them totally off guard, totally off guard. And then they made a point of making sure he didn't make it the next time. And they didn't think he was going to show as well as he did. They, no. I think that they planned on using him to make us look bad to be honest with you because you know the common american is who they're attacking right now right and they they thought that if they could elect somebody like trump who was seeming to represent middle america common america um that they could use him to make us look really bad sure and, and that was their guarantee to win, and there was no problem. Exactly. Well, That's why the media, I mean, you know, we went through four years of, let's have Cory Booker on to talk about punching Trump in the face. Right. But when a crowd of real Americans are chanting, F Joe Biden, yeah. the media has to say, oh, they're saying, let's go Brandon. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you guys are just transforming That's reality right doing. in front of our face. It's, well, look at the McCullough Rafes. You know, the Lincoln Project hires five actors to stand in front of uh, uh what's the other guy's name uh can't even think of the other guys going up against mcculloch mulkin or you know who i'm talking about in virginia uh, no hold on a second up uh, yunkin that's it thank you what would i do without my board off <laughs> so but they put these five guys in front of them and did you know two of them were black and they're saying he was a racist. They're saying that Yunkin is a racist. But then that the Lincoln Project had to come out and admit that they did. What what how what kind of of fair and honest politicians are that that would do something like that? It's all a show. It's all a show. It's all a distraction. I mean, this is we all have to open our eyes to it. Biden is propped up by a team. The Pope is propped up by a team. Yes. There are a couple of really old guys who aren't making any decisions. No. No, you're absolutely right. And and, and that really kind of goes across the board. You know, it's yeah. like these people are not running the country. No. There it's is the, a deep state. You better believe it. Yeah. If you don't think there's not a deep state, trust. 
You know, I mean, it it is so so bad, and it's not as hidden as all now all it's the not. smoke it's like and they mirrors. Don't care. I mean, it's literally the people that you see right around these people on a regular basis, guys. They're having the meetings. Yep, they're dark. Uh, they're very dark meetings. That's why we call it the you know the dark the deep state, the dark deep state. And it's been around probably since politi- politics started, wouldn't you say? Probably a lot longer. I mean, they they have us convinced that you know human civilization is a lot shorter than it actually is. It's it's been a very long right. long time coming. And the problem is, the left gets away with it, and the right gets prosecuted. Yeah, in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, I mean uh, the. the and I, and I don't have a problem even uh, even bringing up uh, Alec Baldwin. Right. You know, that was the most terrible, tragic situation. But here's a guy that's so anti-gun, but yet he knows nothing about guns. Yeah. So how could you hate something you know nothing about? And karma comes back and puts him in a situation that could end his career. Yeah, it's a very interesting situation. Isn't there's, it, though? There's a lot. I think there's more to it than what we'll ever find out. Yeah. I mean, they had a guy on who's been doing this for 40 years, and he says, whoever puts live ammunition on a movie set? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, And that question right there is all you got to say. With all the Westerns, I mean, come on. This isn't the first time that guns have ever been on a movie set. Exactly. All right, let's take one more break. When we come back, we'll have one more segment of Joseph Luciano's show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the Joseph Luciano Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. So, Joseph, um, I'm so glad we're still doing these shows because I definitely want the public to still be aware of the fact that you're, you're, you're still involved. I mean, you think about it, you deal with it every single day, and it's so, so important to have somebody with the way you're, you look at this problem to stay involved because it gives us as people that are not in the politics, you know, kind of a light at the end of the tunnel that there is at least somebody that's got our back. I appreciate that. Because the way you, you talk and the way you and I have discussed, you know, what's going on, it, 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 it's just makes sense, you know? Yeah. Well, I have a simple philosophy politically, you know, I, I really think that these, uh, we give far too much esteem to the people who hold these offices I personally believe that it's we the people uh, who are responsible for making America as great as it is. Mm-hmm. I think the bigger our government gets, uh, the worse off America gets. Uh, so I, I think that it's really about, if I were to take office, any office, it would be about using as much power as I can to remove uh, getting in the way of the common person. Again, it's, it's not about, hey— uh, we need the government to come save us. It's a, it's about we need people, we the people, to be elected into government in order to empower the people to save themselves. Because that's that's the thing. It's it, you know we independence means that you need to be independent. You have a lot of responsibility that comes along with that. Uh, but if you have a government that's tying your hands the entire time. Uh, then independence is going to disappear. And surprisingly enough, it is. And that's exactly what the global government wants. Right. Well, and I think, 
you know, you made a comment earlier that really stuck in my head, and that's your generation. Yeah. Because if you look at your generation that are involved in politics, they make perfectly good sense. Left and right. I have to say, left and right. You Because you, you guys and girls do look towards making America better. Yeah. You know, and and slowly but surely, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, you know, even uh, Knucklehead uh, that does the Republican Party, uh, Mitch McConnell, those people need to go away. Oh, yeah. They yep. need, they're in the way. They're the cork in the bottle that needs to be removed. Uh, and, yep. And those guys, and, and there should be some way that, you know, lobbyists, that should all go away. You know, because lobbyists are the ones that I think are, are truly the problem. Pharmaceutical, you know, why does it cost three times more to buy pharmaceutical products in the United States than it does in Europe or, or Taiwan or Japan? Yeah. Well, because the lobbyists have pushed and, you know, and the, and, the, and the unions. Hey, I've got three union cards, okay? I understand unions. We don't need unions as long as the companies treat their people fairly. And you don't need a union to make that happen. You put laws into place. Yeah, and where are the unions now? If if unions are about making sure that the individual is protected, treated fairly, yeah. where are the unions right now on this issue of an individual having to get a vaccine or right. lose their job? Yeah, but they're on the left. Exactly. They're not on their they're not they're in politically the middle of the charged. For their people. Exactly. Right. You need to realize right now it's not it's not there for you. A union is just another lie. Most of these things right now we we need to walk away. Mm-hmm. We need to keep our money in our pocket. We need to stop giving it to the to the big industries. Ultimately right. they're they're using it against us. And the money for schools should go to you to make a choice as to where instead of giving childcare, you know, to have your children babysat no that money should go to the parent and then the parent should put those kids in the school of their choice and you should be able to look at the curriculum at any time you want any time of the year anytime you should get reports you know you get report cards right yeah whether your kid's doing good bad and and i probably wouldn't be saying this if our if our school numbers weren't so low what are we something like third from the bottom as far as education goes just in the state of California. Yeah. For reading least, and writing. At least, yeah. But yet they have the nerve to say that the the, the school uh, unions say that the kids and the teachers are the most important people to them. No, they're not. If they were, you wouldn't tolerate. You wouldn't tolerate these terrible numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Where Japan and China and India and other countries – where they where they send their kids first they teach them you know in the, in the lower grades and then once they get an opportunity to go to college where do they send them to the U.S. Well, again, I mean, you bring in the government to mess things up. Yep. You know, our our schools have been taken over more by the government right now, so they're going in the opposite direction. I mean, honestly, what do you think would happen to a DMV if it were taken over by the private sector? Honestly, geez, it might work. Exactly. You think? I mean, I'm sorry to who that insults out there. You know. But we need to start talking honestly here. Okay? And there might be some DMV people. There might be some doctors. There might be some politicians. There might be some dentists and doctors and lawyers and what have you that are trying to do the right thing. Right. But the ones controlling it are totally off base. They should not be in those positions. Yeah. And that that's why I say I have a simple 
philosophy politically, you know, because ultimately I, I think we need to go in the opposite direction that we are right now. People are thinking more laws. We need less laws. Less laws are going to make it easily more easy for uh, law enforcement to in, enforce those laws. It's going to put the public behind law enforcement again because we believe in the laws that are on the books. I mean, it's it's a simple thing here. We the people seem to understand, and we know that our government is moving in the opposite direction. I think most of us understand that they are traitors in the government, and our government is owned by a foreign entity at That's this it. point. I think a lot of us are wondering, well, what are we going to do? I'm in that same boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't step up and do something crazy and, and become a, a domestic terrorist. Nope. And we can't even do something logical and go out and peacefully protest or we might be labeled a domestic terrorist anyways. Right. What do we do? Yeah. But we got to be strong. We have to unite and we have to say no. You know, when what what I think we should do is we should have laws that are enforced. In other words, if you lie to Congress or if you lie to the FBI, you go to jail. I do not care who you are. Yeah. Because if you or I lie to Congress or the FBI, we are definitely going to jail. Yep. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So there should not be one law for me and another law for thee. They should, we should be enforcing the law. And, and the and the framers, when they wrote this, the Constitution, knew that. Yep. They knew that. This is a basis, a cornerstone. Be, they're flipping in their grave right now. I oh, swear yeah. to God they are. And they, but the people running the show don't care. They really, really don't care. No. And their idea, uh, like this, this, this what, $1.7 trillion stimulus package, who's asking for it? Yeah. And if you don't think there's not waste see that's the other thing i'd go after is waste the amount of money we're wasting in the in the country on stupid projects you know millions of dollars here i had this one guy in the middle midwest got a grant for like four million dollars to put an airport in because he had his own private plane and he wanted a place to land his plane they didn't even have an airport but he got four million dollars and then you've got Biden. He's got four hundred thousand. He's going to put a fence around his resort home in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, why am I paying for that? And then if they do pull this, I don't think they will. I really don't think they'll put this four and a half million, you know, now four and a half thousand dollars for every alien that was separated during the Trump era. I don't think that's going to go through. That I mean, that's that's suicide to the Democratic Party. I, d- I have no idea right now. It's, you're, it's, you're that confident. Yeah. No, I, I would love I would love to say that it, there's no way that it's going to go through. But I, I've been... Yeah, I have to agree with you. You know, I've been... My optimistic uh, perspective has been wrong continuously. Yeah, I know. For the last three years plus. Yours and mine both. Well, it was funny. I got a, a phone call from a uh, Republican. Uh, I guess they were trying to get me to donate money, you know, to the Republican party. And I thought it was somebody else. I recognized the number wrong and I picked it up. She wanted $300, you know, to give to the Republican party. And I said, okay, this is a golden opportunity. Mm-hmm. I says, absolutely. I said, but you got to make me a promise in writing. She goes, what's that? That you correct the, the voting here in the state of California. Yeah. She says, well, I can't do that. I said, well, then I can't, I can't give you $300. Yeah. What are we paying these people for? 
I mean, why would I give you three hundred dollars? I mean, I says I, I get it. I was giving money during the during the Trump administration. I had no problem doing it because I believed in what he was doing. But you don't believe in what you're doing. You're just trying to garner my money. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Joseph, this was a great show. As always, thank you very much for taking time out of your Sunday. Look forward to next month because God only knows what we're going to be next month. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. This is the Joseph Luciano Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. You can also follow him on Facebook at facebook.com slash joseph.luciano.948. He is also on Twitter at Joe underscore Luciano underscore 4CA. That's at underscore Luciano underscore the number 4CA. With your help, we can make a huge difference in the Golden State. Again, thank you for listening. God bless California and God bless the United States of America. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.